I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Done your taxes yet? Yep, everyone's got the IRS on the brain this time of year. Even, and this may surprise you, even undocumented immigrants. Many of them pay taxes regularly, despite their status. This year, though, the undocumented may be feeling extra anxious about taxes. That's because of all the talk about a pathway to citizenship for illegal immigrants. Such a pathway would almost certainly require applicants to pay years of back taxes and penalties. That could prove expensive for some, as we hear from Feet and Two Worlds reporter Aurora Amendral in New York. Under the number 7 train in Queens, New York, shops line the streets catering to immigrants. A bakery has an ATM that makes deposits straight to accounts in Mexico. An internet cafe ships packages to Colombia and offers Indian eyebrow threading. But who's especially busy right now? Tax repairs, especially those catering to immigrants. To meet demand, the city's food bank is running a free tax preparation service in the basement of a Greek Orthodox church. Hang around enough, and you'll notice plenty of people, more growing every year, using an individual taxpayer identification number, or ITIN, to file. It's an alternative ID that many undocumented immigrants use for taxes. If you don't have papers, the IRS will assign you an ITIN, and they won't pass information about your legal status to immigration officials. The IRS says their job is to collect. Oscar and Marcella are here at the church for tax help. They're a couple from Mexico and request using only their first names because they're undocumented. Marcella raises their two young kids while Oscar works as a busboy. Oscar shows his ITIN to file his taxes. He also has a W-2 from his employer, a Manhattan restaurant. To get hired in on the books, Oscar used a fake social security number. The restaurant never verified it and withholds taxes, just like any other W-2. Why play by the rules? Oscar says he sees other benefits to paying taxes. He's hoping that showing an effort to file might help him earn legal status one day, because he sees that Americans take taxes seriously. It's just something you have to do, he says. Oscar earned so little last year that he got a refund. He also qualified for a child tax credit, which is the only tax credit available to undocumented immigrants. And then there's the undocumented workers who don't have a social security number like Oscar and only use an ITIN to file. They're cash earners working under the table. To pay taxes, they estimate their income and get charged a self-employment tax, which runs pretty high. Herman Tejeda runs the food bank's tax prep services. He says these cash earners are essentially self-employed. Even though in most cases they're working for your local grocery store or your, or your local restaurant, they're, they're paying their self-employment taxes. They're dishwashers, delivery guys, domestic workers, and flower sellers. They work regular jobs but pay taxes like self-employed people. And since their employer hasn't withheld taxes for them, these earners pay up in one lump sum. And their extra self-employment tax adds up to twice what W-2 employees pay. And not only paying, but they're paying double. Low-wage cash earners may face steep financial burdens if paying back taxes is required for legalization. Both President Obama and Republicans generally agree on the tax prerequisite. But critics say undocumented immigrants have paid millions in taxes, and more will be spent on hunting down tax histories than what's collected from missing payments. Also, Valeria Treves of the New Immigrant Community Empowerment in Queens says this about the idea of, quote, earned citizenship. This is a very charged 
term that really means putting immigrants through a lot, a lot, a lot of hoops in order to be able to access those immigration benefits. She says that many immigrants accept that legalization won't be free, but she adds that paying back taxes and fines may be too high for people making two or four hundred dollars a week. It's likely that people will work even harder than they do now to pull the money together. That said, a lot of people are just not going to be able to meet those payment requirements. If immigrants can't afford it, they'll remain in the shadows. We have to ask ourselves: Are we going to have an immigration reform that is really going to bring the 11 million undocumented immigrants, immigrant workers, and immigrant families out of the shadows, or are we going to have a reform that is really just a political move to say that we got something passed this year? Oscar is paying his taxes this year, but he's been in the U.S. for 10 years. For some of those years, he was only paid in cash and didn't know about filing taxes. So Oscar and his wife are now saving up to pay back what they think they might owe. If it's too much, it might convince the couple and other immigrants like them not to come forward. For the world, I'm Aurora Almendral in New York. Aurora's report comes to us via Feet in Two Worlds, a project that brings the work of immigrant journalists to public radio.